a Kansas State overtime win on Saturday, followed by an overtime loss to number seven Baylor on Monday. My favorite 2021 football wins and an update on the weekend of Cowboy Baseball, Cowgirl Softball, and Bedlam Wrestling, all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked on Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey. You can find my work on Matthew Berry's Fantasy Life newsletter. I am an avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow all of my nonsense on Twitter at Lindellians, and you can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter, or find the show on the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. I am admittedly very bad at Facebook. It is uh, something I'm working on, so bear with me. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked on Pokes. We're doing an Oklahoma State basketball recap. First of all, listening to commentators remind us over and over again about what's happening with the NCAA ban and and all the nonsense with that is so, so crushing. It's so hard to listen to, especially when Oklahoma State's playing well and they're talking about how they'd be a bubble team and possibly a last four in team. And you're just like, we get it. We've been dealing with this for two years now. I'm so, I mean two years of it being like really upfront in our face and I'm just so tired of it. And I get that they're trying to like compliment Oklahoma state, but it's, it's just so exhausting to hear about every weekend. I'm so tired. I don't want the season to be over, but at the same time, I'm looking forward to having this ban behind us. I know we still have a couple years of scholarship issues and recruiting issues, but to get the ban behind us, I think is going to be a very big step in the right direction for Oklahoma State basketball. So first up on the list, on Saturday, Oklahoma State beat Kansas State in overtime. So I write notes while I'm watching these games. I just keep track of like maybe things that I want to talk about. And the most probably prominent note on the game against Kansas State read um, these bleeping free throws. I won't say the word. We'll try to keep it child-friendly. I underlined it twice. It has several exclamation points. Oklahoma State left 10 points on the floor missing free throws, and I know we ended up with the win, but it directly led to the overtime. I was just complaining last Saturday when we were playing West Virginia about missing free throws in a game where, you know, we're winning. We we had a fairly decent lead at the time that I was saying it. My non-Oklahoma State friends are like, your team's winning, relax, but I absolutely refuse to relax about this. Leaving those points on the floor is insane. I don't care what the score is. Anytime you're leaving double-digit points on the floor because you're missing free throws, that's an issue that needs to be addressed. I'm not saying that this is the plan, but I vividly remember in 
eighth grade, our basketball coach, his name was Coach English. Now, I didn't dress out for very many basketball games in eighth grade. I'm tall, but I am a klutz. I'm not very coordinated. Basketball, not really my strong suit. But on Fridays, we would shoot free throws. You shoot two. You miss one, it's a down and back. You miss two, it's the uh, the suicide runs. And I just think about that every time that these guys are missing free throws. What What do we need to do to ensure that we're making those extra shots every game? Getting fouled is great. Getting sent to the line because you drove to the basket is fantastic, but it does not matter if you can't sink your free throws. And I'm not kidding. I mean, I it's like circled on my notes. I was getting aggressive. It's a miracle my pencil didn't go through the paper. My other notes, defense, Caleb Boone, some silly turnovers, ball movement was great. Woody Newton hit a spark-inducing three in both the first and the second half. We played better in the first half than the second half again. We have got to learn to finish these basketball games. Thompson had a career high, and Avery Anderson has absolute ice in his veins. Starting first with defense, feels pretty regular at this point that the Oklahoma State defense is far better than our offense, but there are days when the defense just really shows up to play. Guarding with aggression, forcing teams into single-digit shot clock situations on a regular basis That's what this defense does, and they do a very, very good job of it. Caleb Boone, we've watched the Boone brothers literally grow up in front of our eyes. I'll never forget their freshman season. They looked so small and and scrawny. I mean, scrawny is a bad word to describe these six-foot-plus men now. But at the time, when they first came, they did. They looked small, and they've gotten bigger, and they've gotten better. And Caleb Boone had been struggling a little bit this season. They talked about how his confidence took a hit, but he found his groove against Kansas State. A perfect four for four from the field. Caleb Boone is so much fun to watch under the basket. Backing up and making a move, it's just truly an art form to watch him do what he does well. He was back on his game on Saturday. It was just so much fun to watch. The Cowboys continue to struggle with really bad turnovers. Moving too fast or trying to get too too cute. Sometimes it's just selfishness, but Whatever it is, we've got to calm down on those turnovers. Woody Newton provided two sparks on offense for the Cowboys against the Wildcats, a three in the first and second half that really got the crowd back into the game and riled up, which I think is an undervalued asset of home sports teams. A loud crowd can make one hell of a difference, and Newton was responsible for two separate crowd ignitions and getting, getting everybody back in the game. The Cowboys once again opened the game on fire. They played a fantastic first half, but they struggled to close in the second half. That's why Kansas State was able to send the game to overtime. The good news was for the Cowboys that the first half, uh, the Cowboy team for the first half showed up in overtime. They got the job, job done, but Oklahoma State has to learn to close. I mean, we're going to get to it against Baylor as well, but they have got to learn to finish these games Avery Anderson and Bryce Thompson were both incredibly clutch for Oklahoma State. For a Cowboy team that has routinely struggled with three-pointers, those two closed the overtime making four of five three-point shots. That's that ice in your veins, nothing else matters, we have to get this win kind of attitude. It's an attitude that you love to see in your players, especially with a team like the Oklahoma State Cowboys this season that have literally nothing at stake. 
you know, you you play in these season long games in order to make it to a postseason, in order to get some kind of hardware to show for the season that you've had. And that's just not an option this year for the Cowboys. And the way that they're playing through that adversity with as much clutchness and and ferocity that they are is I think it speaks volumes to these guys characters also of my notes is how similar the two games ending were between the game we lost against K-State earlier in February and the game on Saturday both last second three-pointers glad it was ours this time instead of for K-State but just very similar close games that ended in a in a miraculous miraculously similar fashion we're still struggling to put the full game together but the Cowboys put almost a full game together and came out with a win against K-State and then I am recording directly after the Baylor game so I haven't had a chance to sit down and do full notes on kind of what went wrong and what went right these are just right after the game notes from me the Cowboys fell to the Bears 66 to 64 in overtime two overtimes back to back like that the cardiac cowboys like i can't my heart can't take it it's too much in the first five minutes of this game i wouldn't have been surprised if you told me that the bears ended up winning by double digits the cowboys missed their first nine field goal attempts so for them to kind of get back into this game already very very good progress for the cowboys again with really silly turnovers Still really good defense. They forced the Bears into single-digit shot clock, clock situations and even caused a few shot clock violations. But the defense cannot do anything. The offense has got to step up and help this Oklahoma State defense that's been playing so well. I am once again yelling about free throws. Man, you have got to make your free throws. It is another situation in where if the Cowboys had hit some of their early free throw shots we might not be talking about their loss to Baylor on Monday. And that's that's the frustrating thing about not making their free throws. Another really positive from the game against Baylor, Gallagher-Iba Arena was rocking. It was loud. It was a great atmosphere. You could tell just from watching the ESPN broadcast of it. So that's something I love to see for people to show up in Gallagher-Iba and make that kind of noise for the Cowboys Avery Anderson fouled out to start overtime. That was never going to be good. He clearly made up his mind about what he was going to do when they got that fast break. He was going for a layup. And I understand the need to complete fast breaks. I get it. You get a steal, you want to go down and get as close to the basket as you can. But you have to have the awareness that someone is down there, set up, ready to take a charge. Pass it, pull out, whatever you have to do. But you have to recognize What's going to happen if you run full speed into a guy that's got his feet planted? You have to have to have that awareness. Both games, Isaac Likely was the game manager we needed, the game manager that we all know he can be. He was aggressive on offense against Baylor, but his defense was really the showstopper, both against Baylor and against Kansas State. He played fantastic defense. Speaking of Isaac Likely, he joined the 1,000-point club this evening against Baylor. Marshall Scott from Pistol Guys tweeted tonight that Isaac Likely is the only Oklahoma State player to have 1,000 points, 600 rebounds, and 400 assists. Just a great, great record for a fantastic four-year starter for the Oklahoma State Cowboys. I think we all adore Isaac Likely and, and what he brings to the team. I think what he brings to the locker room can't be 
overstated at all. I, it's clear he's a leader for this basketball team, and, and that can't be measured on a stat sheet. So I'm glad he has something to call his, a record to call his, that can be seen on a stat sheet for the Oklahoma State Cowboys. There were some shady calls by the ref to finish the game, but in the end, Baylor was able to get it done in overtime. I have never turned my TV off so fast. Mm, that is not true. There's been plenty of sporting events that have ended in me immediately turning off the TV. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. That kind of attitude. So I certainly, I don't want to hear the commentary after a loss. Like that's, I, I'm doing it. I got it all going on in my head. I don't need any extra voices telling me about Oklahoma State losses. So I generally get out of there as fast as I can. The Cowboys head to Norman on Saturday. It is my birthday on Saturday to face off against the Sooners. A bedlam basketball sweep is literally all I want for my birthday. You know, I don't feel like I'm being too picky about that. I feel like it's a pretty reasonable ask, so I'm hoping the Cowboys can get it done against the Sooners in Norman on Saturday. Of course, we'll talk about that next week when I recap that game. Next up, ESPN posted an article with one the 100 best football games of 2021. Oklahoma State had three in the top 10, but first Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, you know that coach is going to land somewhere that got fired. They always do. They always manage to land on their feet. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net has your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today to use your mobile device and learn more about the trends and action. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the amazing offers. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So like I said, ESPN in late January posted a um, top 100, I almost said top 100 Oklahoma State wins, top 100 football games of the 2021 season. Now, I'm not going to talk about my favorite games. I'm going to talk about my favorite wins. But just to get it out there, they had Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma at number four. Oklahoma State versus Baylor Big 12 Championship game, number five, and Oklahoma State versus Notre Dame Fiesta Bowl, number six. Again, I'm not going to talk about the Big 12 Championship game. I'm not emotionally stable enough to revisit losses, but I would include our first matchup with Baylor as one of my favorite games of 2021. So without further ado, my top three Oklahoma State wins of the 2021 season. Like I said, the first matchup against Baylor again, game both teams entered 4-0 a 24-14 win even though Spencer Sanders threw the three interceptions Oklahoma State's defense showed up big for this game holding the best Big 12 rushing offense to just over 100 yards I think the total was 107 Jalen Warren's most attempts in a game at 36 he ran for 125 yards and two touchdowns against a strong rushing defense the offense rode the back of their running back when they couldn't trust their quarterback. And that's a that's a team win. You know, that's everybody was involved in that kind of win. 
Baylor attempted 15 third down conversions and only got three of them. Oklahoma State fans knew that the defense was good, but I think this game really caught the attention of the media and solidified what Oklahoma State fans knew. It was the first game in which people were taking notice that, I mean, the narrative is always going to be that the Big 12 doesn't play defense, but as a whole, I think people were kind of like, oh, well, maybe maybe this team can play defense. I mean, it's never going to get recognized as a whole, but I think I think this drew a little bit of attention to Jim Knowles and the Oklahoma State defense. Colin Oliver had two sacks and three quarterback hurries, and Malcolm Rodriguez finished with 11 solo tackles, including two for loss. So just a really great game by some of the defensive MVPs of the 2021 season, and early for Colin Oliver, who was a true freshman. I mean, this was the spark that went like, oh, who, like this dude is, this dude's for real, for real. And we got to see that at home in Stillwater. Great game. I was at that game. It was frustrating and wonderful. And what is that except for the epitome of Oklahoma State football? Of course, my number two favorite win was against Bedlam. How could it not be? Oklahoma State wins 37-33. to It should come as no surprise that this game is on my list. I talked about it just today at lunch with a friend. The nerves that came with that game. I was at Bedlam. I pretty generally don't go to Bedlam games because I like to have a breakdown in the peace and quiet of my own home. And you guys know that scene. Everybody's seen Remember the Titans. I feel like that's a pretty safe assumption. But you guys know the scene at the end where the little girl coach, uh, the coach's daughter is like, I can't watch this. I can't watch this. I can't watch this. That was me at Boom Piggin Stadium that night. Legitimately sitting down at one point, everybody around me is standing up. And I'm like, I should have come. I should have stayed home. This was a bad idea. I shouldn't be here. Why did I do this to myself? So... Luckily, Oklahoma State was able to come out with that win. Beating the Sooners is fun in any sport, but boy, did a football win against the Sooners the year that they announced that they're bailing for the SEC and the weekend before their head coach leaves for a different school. It just feels sweet. You just know they had a rough couple of weeks, and we we got to be a part of that. So that's always fun for Cowboys fans. Another game in which the defense showed up and showed up big in the second half. The Cowboys entered halftime down 24-33, to but defense would go on to shut down the Sooners for the entire second half, allowing no points and the offense doing what was needed to get the win. They held the Sooners to 5 of 18 third down conversions, and the fourth down, Colin Oliver sack to end that game, continues to live rent-free in my mind. I watched that highlight at least once a week for a pick-me-up. It is still just, I mean, the way that it, it gives me goosebumps. It fills you with so much joy. The defense finished with six sacks, nine tackles for loss, and six quarterback hurries. Just an absolute dominating performance in the second half. The second half adjustments, we kind of got used to that all, all season, the adjustments that the defense were able to make. And in this game especially, I think the adjustments were just like palpable. You could feel them. Speaking of second-half adjustments, this 2021 best game list would not be complete without these 37-35 to comeback win against Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl. I mean, my God, it just an absolute fantastic game for the Cowboys. When they needed to get it together, they did, and, and that's something you want to see from your team every time. 
The Oklahoma State offense spent almost all season struggling in the third quarter. I mean, it was a regular talking point by like week six or seven. We hadn't scored a single point in the third quarter. We we didn't have a touchdown in any third quarters. The Cowboys would go on to score 17 points in this third quarter of the Fiesta Bowl, the true difference maker in this game. This was the biggest comeback in school history, and they pulled it off during a big bowl game. That's that's fantastic. I think all Oklahoma State fans can agree that Spencer Sanders' play against Baylor in the Big 12 championship left you know a lot to be desired, but he got back in good graces with his performance against the Fighting Irish. Spencer Sanders absolutely balled out. He set a record for offense in the Fiesta Bowl with 371 passing yards, four touchdowns, and 125 yards on the ground. I mean, he just played fantastic when we needed it the most, and that was great to see, that kind of bounce back, that he was able to bounce back from that adversity at the Big 12 championship game. Another thing that you really like to see, especially in your quarterback, who is, you know, essentially in charge of leading your squad, so... I was really glad to see him have that kind of bounce back game. This game was also Mike Gundy's 11th bowl game win. He has taken Oklahoma State to 16 consecutive bowl games with a record of 11-5. and I think Mike Gundy being the veteran coach in this situation, in a game where he's been in this position before in a bowl game against Marcus Freeman, who had just been hired as the head coach of Notre Dame, I think that had to play a role, especially in the second half when, when things got tough. I think Mike Gundy, having been in this situation before, really helped fuel the Cowboys into into that Fiesta Bowl win. So those had to be my three favorite wins of the 2021 season. Again, I I will not revisit losses. I refuse to. But those are my three favorite wins. A fantastic year for the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Just really performed so much better than I think anybody thought that they, aside from the actual Cowboys, had any hope that they would perform this well. Coming up, Cowboy Baseball, Bedlam Wrestling, and Cowgirl Softball Weekend Update. But first, it's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. Are you guys good at keeping those? Because I am not good. But if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes good. You'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste like some kind of chemical spill, Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe better, and it is coated in chocolate. I, you can get me to buy into anything coated in chocolate. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 17 grams of protein, and there's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, and many more. In fact, Built is always coming out with new limited time flavors. So check out Built.com often to see what's new. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. We had a ton of Oklahoma State athletics going this weekend. I'm not even covering all of them right now. I will try to get to everything by the end of the week. But this is baseball, softball, and wrestling update. We had a big Bedlam victory in Stillwater for the Cowboy wrestling team. 
Oklahoma State took Bedlam with an 18-16 victory in Stillwater. There is nothing I love seeing like Gallagher Iba Arena filling up for a wrestling match. It's loud. It's exciting. It's it's just great to see. True freshman Carter Young sealed the win for the Cowboys, getting the win but tacking on a bonus point for them to come out two points on top. Absolutely love to see that out of a true freshman. I don't think there's anything you could ask more from such a young guy on your team. Oklahoma State was missing three starters, and the Sooners took wins in all three of those weight classes. But the injured Cowboys still managed to get the job done in a packed Gallagher-Iba arena. Nothing you love to see more than that. Baseball took a series win against Vanderbilt. The number seven Cowboys had a three-game series against number three Vanderbilt this weekend. They dropped the first game against Vandy on Friday, 0-3. But Oklahoma State took the win Saturday winning 4-3 and Sunday 7-5. The series win against Vandy took the Cowboys from number 7 in the rankings to number 4. That's the D1 baseball rankings. The Cowboys play Sam Houston on Tuesday before Wright State comes to Stillwater for a three-series showdown. Cowgirl softball went 2-3 and three at the St. Pete Clearwater Elite Invitational. That's a mouthful. The Cowgirls started this weekend with a 4-0 win against number 19, Michigan. Unfortunately, they fell to number 21, LSU, 10-2, unranked South Florida, 7-1, and number 6, Washington, 7-6, before they finished the weekend with a 4-3 win against number 23, Northwestern. The Cowgirls fell from number 7 in the rankings to number 11, and they head to the Riviel Classic on Friday for another weekend of softball. Be sure to check back in this week as we take a look at the 2022 wide receiver room and the 2022 NFL Combine gets closer. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. Now head to your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Remember, you can find me on Twitter at Lindellians or follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!